This is InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's what's happening on this week's show. The things parents say to their kids can have a huge impact on them, either good or bad. An expert says praising a child's strengths has a powerful effect. When you see your child doing well, when you see them engaged, when you see them with energy, ask yourself, what is the strength that sits underneath that? Before we focus on minimizing and correcting weakness. Then, research shows that your mindset, how you think about your fitness, can affect your risk of premature death. A person who has a positive mindset about their physical activity might also in general tend to be a more positive person overall. And both of these things might independently have positive effects on health. Those two interviews and more are straight ahead on this edition of InfoTrack. Our first interview begins right after this. InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's your host, Chris Whitting. When parents talk to their kids, it's best to build them up rather than knock them down. And that approach is supported by a recognized expert. Here with the story, InfoTrack's Roy Mackey. Roy? Thank you, Chris. Our guest is Dr. Lee Waters. She's president-elect of the International Positive Psychology Association and the Jerry Higgins Chair of Positive Psychology at the University of Melbourne, Australia. And she's now the author of The Strength Switch, How the New Science of Strength-Based Parenting Can Help Your Child and Your Team to Flourish. This whole parenting strategy is based on a philosophy called strength-based parenting. So let's just start there. Can you explain what strength-based parenting is? Yeah, sure. I mean, with strength-based parenting, really what we're doing is we're helping our kids to learn how to maximize and make the most of the skills, the talents, the positive aspects of their personality that already exist within them rather than how to kind of compensate for what's lacking. So our intention, our energy, our focus as a parent then is first and foremost to build up the strengths in our children before we focus on minimizing and correcting weakness. I think a lot of parents have come to the conclusion that the participation trophy approach of telling every child they're so wonderful all the time that everyone's always a winner hasn't really turned out so well for the last generation or two. How does this differ from that? That is such a great question, and I'm so glad you asked that. It really is quite a different approach. So, yeah, absolutely, the kind of that whole self-esteem movement, building up self-esteem through examples like participation trophies didn't work. It was a failure. The strengths approach is different because it's not about just praising everything. It's not about false praise. It's about connecting your child with something real and concrete that is within them, with a skill, with a talent, with a positive aspect of their own personality that truly exists within them and then showing them how to make the most of that positive asset or that positive resource. Let's take an example of praising a child and see maybe how your approach would modify that. If I told my daughter, hey, I'm really proud that you made the school volleyball team this year, great job. How would the communication differ with strength-based parenting? So what you would do in a strength-based approach is, you know, in what you've done just then, you know, you've praised her for some positive behavior or some kind of success. 
What you would add to that with the strength-based approach is some kind of acknowledgement about the strengths that she used to make it onto the volleyball team. So it may be that it's a talent, she's gifted athletically. It may be that she used persistence, that she got up after she had failed, that she turned up to training every day, that she made sure that she had good teamwork, that she listened to the coach. So it's more specific, it's more concrete about what are the strengths and the positive qualities that she used to end up getting that successful outcome. You're right that we all are just kind of naturally wired with a negative default. So it seems like this would be quite a challenge to change the way that we think. Mm, Yeah, that's such a good point that you raise. And one of the really fascinating findings that's coming out of neuroscience at the moment is this finding that all of our brains have what the neuroscientists call a negativity bias. And that is that, you know, at a subconscious level, whether we know it or not, our brains are constantly scanning the environment for where's the threat, where's the error, where's the problem, what can go wrong, what do I need to fix in order to prevent harm from occurring. That's a really useful feature for our brain to prevent harm. It's not the greatest feature in the world for us being parents who are focusing on the positive qualities of our children because no matter how much we love our children, our brain is focusing our attention on what it is that we need to fix. So in some senses, you're right. It's not our natural way of being as a parent. But the other thing that we know about the brain is that the brain is a pattern detecting organ. So right now it has a pattern of detecting what's wrong and what needs to be fixed. We can change that pattern fairly quickly in our brains once we learn to train ourselves to look first for the strength and build up the strength. And one of the things I've done in the last 10 years, in addition to my research program, is really just kind of collect a whole lot of tips, tools, activities, exercises, routines, rituals, questions that you can start to bring in in a very natural and easy way as a parent to start to retrain your brain, to repattern your brain, to look first for strength before you go for weakness. Could you give us just maybe one or two of those tips on how to notice your child's positive qualities? Because, you know, you spend every day with that child. It's kind of hard sometimes to see what you're not seeing. Yeah, before we even get into the tips, what you've identified there is a phenomenon that psychologists call strength blindness. Because our strengths are the things that we do well, we get energy from, and we're self-motivated to do. Now, everyone has strengths. Each child will have different, unique strengths, just the same as each adult would. But because the strengths are things that we're kind of born with that come easily and naturally to us, we often fall into the trap of becoming blind to those strengths. And because of that, you combine that with the negativity bias, then as a parent, you are not seeing the strengths in your children. So we want to counteract that. One thing to do is to engage in a technique called strength spotting. And what you're doing with strength spotting as a parent is you're just getting yourself into the habit of asking the question, when you see your child doing well, when you see them engage, when you see them with energy, you know, in the example you gave before, the girl has made it into the volleyball team, is just to ask yourself, what is the strength that sits underneath that behavior? So for example, if you have two children and they're sharing with each other and they're cooperating, ask yourself, what's the strength that's sitting underneath that? What's motivating them to be cooperative? And it may be that it's the strength of kindness or it's the strength of fairness. So Start just asking yourself this simple question, what is the strength that is sitting underneath this behavior? A second thing to do, which again is quite easy and it's just a habit and a practice that you get into, and that's just to start to bring strengths, injecting strengths into the questions that you ask your children. I mean, as parents, we ask our children questions, lots of questions every day, and start to bring strengths into that. So, for example, rather than asking, how was school today, 
which you know we all know as parents we don't often get a great response when we ask that question is to just rephrase it and say what strengths did you use at school today or what strengths did you see someone else use at school today or if they've got a big project or event or an assignment coming up say well what strengths do you think you'll need to do well in this assignment if they've had a fight with a friend ask them what strengths do you think were missing in this scenario that led to the fight so it's just interjecting strengths into the natural questions you would ask your children anyway our guest on InfoTrack is Dr. Lee Waters. She's a parenting and psychology expert and the author of The Strength Switch, How the New Science of Strength-Based Parenting Can Help Your Child and Your Teen to Flourish. Do you find that kids are cooperative when a parent changes course in how they approach them? That depends on personalities. At our core, all of us, regardless of whether we're children or adults, we want to be recognized, we want to be validated, we want people to see the good in us. So at its core, yes, kids are receptive. But I have seen in my work in training parents that there are definitely kids who have certain personalities who are a bit suspicious and are kind of like, well, how come you're being nice to me all of a sudden? And in that scenario, I encourage the parents to use their own strengths first. So before they start to kind of force it onto their children, if their children are going to be suspicious that it's a new way, is for the parent themselves to identify what are my strengths What gives me energy? What do I perform well at? And how can I start to bring my strengths into the parenting role? And then what you're doing in that way is you're introducing strengths into the family in a more subtle way and you're role modeling how when you use your strengths, you perform better, you're energized, you're self-motivated. And then as the child sees that, they become less wary of you then trying to encourage them to use their strengths. Let's talk about discipline for a moment. Can you explain maybe how a strength-based parent's approach to discipline may differ from more conventional forms of parenting? One of the most important things, I think, around the strength-based approach is that it's not about ignoring weaknesses. It's not about letting your kids get away with everything. It's not about turning a blind eye to poor behavior and misbehavior. It still is about disciplining your children, but it's doing it from a different vantage point. So when you see your children misbehaving, rather than kind of jumping straight in and saying, you know, don't fight, don't be messy, don't yell, is to just have a pause. It's kind of the flip question to what I said before. So when you see good behavior, you're training yourself as a parent to ask, what's the strength that sits underneath that good behavior? When you see bad behavior, training yourself to ask the question, is there a strength that's missing? Or maybe your child is overplaying or underplaying a strength. You know, so maybe your child is coming across as being a bit disrespectful because they're overplaying the strength of humor, for example. Or maybe they're coming across as being bossy and domineering and not listening to anyone. And it's because they have this underlying strength of leadership, but they're overplaying it. They're overusing it in that scenario. So you're still working with your child. You're still teaching your child what is appropriate and what is not appropriate behavior. But rather than kind of yelling and punishing and saying there's something wrong with you, what you're saying is, you know, you've got all of these strengths. You're just misusing that in this situation and it's leading to poor behavior. Dr. Lee Waters, the author of The Strength Switch, How the New Science of Strength-Based Parenting Can Help Your Child and Your Teen to Flourish. Thanks for joining us today on InfoTrack. Thank you so much for having me. And for InfoTrack, I'm Roy Mackey. Next, can your thoughts alone affect your risk of premature death? The eye-opening story, coming up. Stick around. There's more InfoTrack straight ahead. InfoTrack.